Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Think Different Podcast. That's right. I am Will TLD, back again for another week here of the Think Different Podcast. We are two former Apple retail employees here, combined with 20 years' experience, talking about the world of Apple. But I am not alone this week. Yes, no, even though I am the heavyweight champion of fathers, there has always got to be a guy just behind you, and that is the former Apple creator, the retired book publisher, soccer mom recorder, Jurassic Park owner, the black coffee drinker, juror number 12, the retirement home president, the keel trout drummer, Mr. Frank Funk is here. But he's also hey, hey. second place in father. I mean, you're a father. And yep, yep. unfortunately, you don't have a championship to show up. But right here, I have the official Father's Day championship, which means I am the best father in the world. Wow, that's pretty good. That's Yeah, uh, it's official. You Do you have a championship belt that could... Fight this, Frank. Do you want to challenge me for the Father's Day Heavyweight Championship? No, I, no, yes. I couldn't do that well. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to put how, this... how old is Luke now? So Luke is now 18 months old. 18 months. Well, my mm. baby, my baby will be 40 in January. 40 wow, years, not 40 that's months. Old. <laughs> that's wow. Old. Wow, yeah. you had babies. That means you had babies when you were ten. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so I'm going to put this belt down for those who on the audio podcast can't see it. But I'm going to also take my drink. We have my official creamy root beer Zevia, as it is delicious. By the way, accidentally Amazon accidentally sent this to me. I wanted a regular soda. They sent this by accident. Never had. It. I had the cream soda, but I didn't have the creamy root beer. Dude, you have got. To, if you like root beer, creamy root beer is the way to go. Really? Okay. I'll have to mm-hmm. write that down. Zevia. Yeah, but you love Zevia. You have Zevia before. I don't yes, know if you drink any more, but. Mm. So, first off, we want to thank everybody for subscribing not only to our podcast, but we have reached over 1,000 subscribers. That's right. It's a party time. We have over 1,000 subscribers. So, we are so happy. And we, and number one, we have to thank my man. Mr. Frank Funk, Mr. Keto Frank Funk here, because, of course, his video is the number one video. It should be the number one video on YouTube. Let's just be honest here. But it's not, but it's close. Uh, But it was because of your views of that numbers video and the impact that made to so many people. The comments that we get all the time about this video, 70,000 views. The number one Apple numbers video on YouTube is your video right now. 70,000 views on YouTube. Yeah. Ah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, is that cool or what? Yeah, and my, and, my, and my with the pages is 35. So you're over 100,000 people have watched our videos, just those two alone. And because of those two videos, we have made the impact for people to keep watching our content. So it's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, that's, that's a really great feeling, Will. I, I, I certainly never thought that... Uh, we would reach the thousand viewers or subscribers rather in this short of time frame. And, um, and the views on that, on our videos is really pretty outstanding. That's cool. Yep. Very pleased. So, yep. So please subscribe if you haven't already. We really would love that. And we're going to keep going. We just actually published a brand new video just this week. I have gone through the resume templates of Apple Pages on how to make a resume. So we really hope that you guys can check that out. 
Uh, I think I did a pretty good job on it. You know, Frank will watch it, although he doesn't need to have a job anymore, so it's very useless to him. Uh, but you can pass it <laughs> well, on to your grandchildren. Don't forget, listen, this is, that's, this is the prime time for graduating students to be writing up their resume for that's those true. job applications. So take advantage of this absolutely and then we have back to school i'm sure it's going to be coming up very soon so oh, yeah. i'm very sure scheduled for friday right i don't know we haven't yeah. uh, is that is that officially announced by apple I, no i don't or know it's official but all right well, we don't want to that the rumor you're making rumors up frank all right we don't want to deal with that today's <laughs> subject though is a little nuts uh that we're going to talk about definitely a political top topic that we uh Sometimes talk about here on, on the Think Different Podcast, but we want to talk about the Apple retail specifically is having unions be informed at all different Apple stores, and one store in particular has been voted as an approval. It is now on the way to, I believe, uh, I don't know if it's a board or basically for someone to approve that, which means that this Maryland Apple store would be the first Apple store to... Uh, be under a union. Yep. Yep. Now, I thought it'd be best that you know a lot of people unions have been brought up a lot in the last couple of years. Amazon being the most famous, Starbucks recently now has that, and now we're at Apple Retail, and I'm talking about retail specifically. So yes, let's kind of break this down, Frank. Frank, you know a little bit more about the unions and why? Why would someone want to be in a union over what? the employer offers well we got to take a step back okay unions were formed in the days when um the manufacturers really took advantage of the employees they were working more than 40 hours a week they weren't making a, 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 a living wage um there were child labor um there was no insurance there was no uh, retirement packages, okay? So the unions were formed to, to give a voice to the workers collectively to bargain for better wages, better living conditions, better working environments, um, insurance, retirement packages, things of that nature. Now, I would argue that at that point in time, they certainly were necessary. And they've did a lot of good things over the years. At this point in time, I, I don't see the advantage, especially for Apple retail, of formalizing a union because the market demands, the work market demands that employers pay and offer um benefits equal to or greater than what somebody could get in a union shop. And and that's just the way the market is today. Um, like for example, if, if Apple was to say, well, we're only, you know, we're only paying our retail employees uh, $5 an hour and no benefits and nothing like nothing else, just a job. Uh, then you have some grounds for forming a union. Um, but many places that even have unions in today's environment, um, such as uh, certain grocery stores, uh, there are 
people are they join the unions and what the management does is they work all of the employees or most of them under the full-time limit so if, if in other words if the limit for a full-time employees 40 hours a week they'll work them 38 hours a week so that they're not considered full-time and aren't eligible for benefits mm-hmm. so but yet in the collective bargaining process a lot of those issues are not addressed because those hours don't qualify them for full-time employees so that being said, um, the Apple Store in, in uh, Townsend, Maryland, has decided to unionize. They voted it. it. They just have to verify the vote with the federal government, mm-hmm. and they're joining. Which is this is kind of odd for me, but it's the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers. Why that particular? Yeah, that's, uh, union. That's a, uh, uh, I, I don't quite understand that, but now one of the other things that that's kind of weird to me is that Apple's employees average between seventeen and thirty dollars um, an hour, which I think has gone up or is planning right. to go up, actually right. due to this. Yeah. And the rumor was, I think the rumor was 22, sorry, just the rumor might be that 22 an hour would be the starting pay. Yeah, which is, I mean, now listen, that that's for full-time and part-time. Mm-hmm. I defy anybody to go out there and try and find a part-time job that's going to pay them $22 an hour to and start. Not, and not kill And you. benefits. And benefits. Mm-hmm. Okay, most part-time jobs do not include benefits. So right. we'll get to that a little later. But anyway, mm. so when they jo- when you when they do this union thing, that that means also that every employee will pay union dues. Now the the IAM union dues are about ninety five ninety five point ninety five dollars and eleven cents a month. Now, so I'd say it's $100 a month, roughly. And how it gets broken out is that there's $35 uh, per capita tax rate per employee. The education fund gets a dollar. The convention fund gets $2. And, um, and how it's split, it's... $56.35 is split in two ways. $17 goes to the local union hall, I guess, and $38 goes to the national union. And is that on top of all the taxes and everything they have to pay? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. You're still going to pay your federal income tax. You're still going to pay your medical. You're still going to everything, all the other things. This is over and above. Now, my question is... Not that $100 a month is necessarily a large amount, but what what extra are they going to get right. from that $100? For that $100. Right. I want to give a, a quick 
understanding of what Apple right now has that I think Apple Poise would say are the top benefits, which number one would be, I would say, health and fitness with their life and cemental life insurance, disability insurance, occupational accident insurance, retiree health and medical, vacation time off, which... Uh, which uh, PTO time for vacation and sick days for new hires is between 15 to 20 days per year. That was definitely that's definitely been updated since we've been there. I can tell you that. Parental leave, which has 100% pay. Mothers, new mothers receive four weeks of paid leave before giving birth and 14 weeks of maternity leave afterwards. They also get an additional six weeks unpaid leave, which is also optional. And they also, I believe, get to flex their time of their, like, randomly days that they need to take off for parental leave. Uh, right, for, right. For commuting, they are allowing uh, free exclusive shuttle service to their campus. So that, that is something they are offering. The company also offers a $100 stipend for employees using towards bus and transit costs, which I've used. Not for work, but I yep. did use it. Yep. <laughs> uh, gym yeah. credit, which gives you a $300 gym credit per... Uh, towards your help, which was a year, a yearly thing. Yep. Stock and a stock purchase program, which gives you 50% off discounted stock. Tuition yep. and self improvement, which they give you a lot of skills. Uh, and the tuition costs are $5,250, which is reimbursed. Yep. Retirement, which is a matching total of 6%. So while in the company's employment, uh, employees are offered a 50% 401k match for up to 6% of their total salary. And this does include the product discounts. Uh, right. And for corporate employees, because a lot of these benefits are the same, no matter if you're retail or corporate, they get yes. the subsidized meals, which are very affordable at Cafe Max, and their beer batch that they do time to time that's completely free. So now, I just want you to understand that that is everything that they get now. Yes. What ch and, I don't know what and, changes, though, when well, they decide to go with the union. Well, that's my point. I mean, you, you went through them relatively quickly, and there are, there are some major things in there. Now, like you mentioned, and I have to reiterate, all, that entire list is available to both full-time and part-time employees. Yep. And a part-time employee at Apple is anybody that works 21 and a half hours a week. Now, <laughs> I mean, excuse me if I laugh, but all those benefits and getting, a, let's say, a minimum salary of $20 an hour for a part-time job? Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. So I don't see what additional benefits... Are going to be derived from unionizing, and this is coming um, from, and this is co coming. You know, they said that a lot of college students are kind of starting this, and this is what happens when you're not taught stuff in high school before going to college. Well, and the reality is, I would you retired at Apple for a reason. You you worked your last employment of a job was at Apple for a lot of the perks that you were were probably there for. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know what you didn't mention? No. Uh, or maybe you did. I was going to say uh, discounts. Yeah, I did mention discounts. that. Discounts. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, I think yeah, I didn't go into detail right. of the discounts, but the bottom line is you get, let's just say you'll get like $1,000 off a 16-inch MacBook Pro right now. Let's just say yeah. that. 
So now they wrote um, a letter to Tim Cook, and it basically rehashes the Apple Credo. And they said in the letter, I want to get this quote right, um, which I thought was. And by the way, while you look for that, I'm just going to mention that. You, you know, the, the the main reason why is that they believe Apple makes so much money to the point that they aren't paying their employees based on the net profit that they make. And that is why some people are fighting Apple on this. Uh, and it's only, and, and even at Apple corporate, they're still having this problem as well. And that that's another big thing to me is that corporate is like, well, I don't want to go back to the office and things like that. A lot of COVID, COVID has really, really ramped this up. Like, that's um, for sure. Well, I think it's just something for them to hang, hang their hat on. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you had mentioned that, you know, Apple makes all this money. And are the Apple retail employees putting out any risk of their own mm-hmm. for the products? Apple makes the products. They invent, they do all the R&D. They do all the investing. They do all the promotion. So why should they reap the majority of the benefits? What company doesn't? That's, that's the way, that's a capitalistic way. If you, what's the incentive for you to invest your money, your knowledge, all of your R&D, if you're not going to make that money back, mm-hmm. yeah, you pay your your employees a fair wage, you give them good benefits. Why do certain individuals feel that they're entitled to more than that? Now, you, you mentioned earlier that this is coming from a, um, a lot of this is coming from college-educated people who want these unions. Now, to me, here's my take on that. A lot of these college uh, individuals are cannot find a job in their field, and they expect not to get a job where they work their way up the ladder in the corporation. They expect to get a job making millions of dollars or thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, immediately um and i I just believe that they really have this false expectation that they are entitled to this and and really let's face it i mean will you work very hard several jobs you earn everything you get you know if you want Mm -hmm. something you go earn it it's not just given to you Mm -hmm. and um I, i just think they have this false impression that you know, somebody they're entitled to this, and and I I don't think I don't think this union thing is um, going to give them what they want. I think they're going right. to see that the union really, especially in this day and age, um, is is not really going to benefit the employees any more than Apple's already offering. Yeah, and um, you know the worst, the, the best thing I would love, and this was something I I published on my Facebook. Uh, all about this. I don't get political, uh, very not very much so. Uh, but 
one of the one of our old friends, uh, you know, Chris Villamil, who has been on this podcast, mm-hmm. has been very vocal on. I, I would say not very vocal, but he's also he's been not happy with Apple based on I think his experience overall, uh, and he suggested that that what to make it fair is that we should have a current employee. Uh, as well as an employee for the union, uh, and kind of see what's fair, you know, kind of like just to get a discussion going. Which, Different. you know, anybody yeah, that works sure. for the company right now is not going to talk. I, I just, there's no way. This is a yeah. very sensitive subject right now. So unless someone worked at Apple while this is going on and left, that's maybe the best you can get. Uh, but it, it caused a lot of talking on my page, on my Facebook page. Which you know is you know I, like I said I knew it was going to get a lot of things, right? Right. We now my biggest gripe was always the 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 balance of you know life work and life, work. right? Right. They have addressed that by saying that if you've worked the night before, you there's now a certain amount of hours that you have that you can work the next morning, uh, which personally I kind of would unless you request it. You know, but bottom line is they're not going to have someone that worked till ten o'clock at night work the eight a.m. shift. That's just what right, they're right, right. basically going to be addressing. Uh, which I, I get that a lot of people are not me, where I would not mind that, where someone might. But you know, Chris definitely. I, I might even have a separate podcast episode on him just to talk about it because I think it'd be really sure. cool just to hear his point of view. But I personally, I took advantage of everything that Apple offered me from the from. The benefits, I don't think a lot of people do. And my fear is, well, if they go with this union, what is going to, what do they lose? That's why, that's the only thing I don't know how, if I have the answer. Well, the, I mean, don't forget that what they would, what Apple would then have to do is they have to go and they have to strike a collective bargaining agreement with the union, which essentially is a contract. So um, the union reps, are they're going to ask for certain benefits and of course apple will negotiate you know they're going to ask high apple's going to reduce them down yeah they're going to ask for like 30 dollars an hour watch i know they're going to at least yeah. ask that and, and 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 i don't i don't know but it, i have this letter here and uh what i want to do will maybe you can post this letter um afterwards but really the letter kind of goes over the apple credo and mm-hmm. they're handing it back to tim but the last paragraph says to be clear the decision to form a union is about us as workers gaining access to the rights that we do not currently have we are respectfully asking that apple follow the same neutrality requirements as laid out in its supplier code of conduct under the section freedom of association and collective bargaining so that as employees, we can obtain our rights to information and collective bargaining that the law affords us through unionization. Now, I mean, in this letter, they don't really state what they're asking for. What, mm-hmm. what they want to gain access to rights that they don't currently have, like what? Well, like, I think well, the I biggest mean, thing I, I, was so compensation is the number one reason due to inflation, which Apple did give them a ten percent increase in pay to everybody, everybody at Apple. 
and and they also issue restrictive stock restrictive stock to, to other people um and it, also in a in another article they mentioned that tim cook earned more than 14,000 times the average uh pay of the average apple employee now mm -hmm. i don't know why they even mention that because what relevance does that have what ceo do you know that doesn't make how many thousands of time the average employee's salary right. i mean it, it it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever um and like i said i mean <laughs> listen he has a lot more risk on the line than you or i do as as apple employees mm -hmm. you know we when we put in a 40 hour week, do you think the ceo puts in a 40 hour week you know uh, uh i mean anybody that's worked in a corporate environment knows that that's you know i mean yes they get the perks but mm -hmm. also you know that's where the all the pressure is mm -hmm. but anyway um I mean, so I wanted to see, is there anything else that you wanted to, I mean, so just a, a couple things notes-wise, there are other Apple stores fighting this right now. There was an Atlanta Apple store, which a vote never went through. There was one in... Well, that was just postponed. Okay. Postponed. Grand Central, is, Grand Central is also going through a union, which has yes. a lot of employees there, a lot. That's a big one if they win that one. You know, well, and I, I think the trend's just going to continue forward. Uh, I think they just want people want more flexible retail schedules, which I completely understand. That is a f argument I think that Apple needs to offer. Like, like it, my argument would be to Apple if I would talk to HR, say, let us have one weekend off. Give us a, uh, at least a Saturday or Sunday a guaranteed weekend off. One time, you know, mm -hmm. one time a. Uh, like a, like well, this, a, a month I mean, or something. The, the schedule that I had, um, you know, I only had You were part-time, though. That, I can't compare that to you because you were a part-timer. Okay. Right. So I was a full-timer. I'm talking about part-timers. You, Your schedule is whatever it is because you can kind of make it. And you were lucky that you had a set schedule everywhere you went. They let you do it because your store managers were cool with that. You know, yeah. and they were understanding with that, you know. So, if other managers are not being flexible with that, then you know that's where people fight back. Where well, I don't, th I think, like, if I, if, if, if I was thinking at our Apple store at the time that we were there, and let's say that this vote happened, I wouldn't vote for the union. Right. I don't, because I don't think I'm being true and fairly. Would I say that? You know, the best thing you should do in result of this is offer more work-life balance. I would strongly recommend you look for that. If that means you're hiring more part-time employees to work weekends, then hire more part-time employees to work weekends just to yeah. cover us. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that's that's fair, right? Yeah. But but you know, I mean, as far as, as far as benefits go, I, I don't see... No, I, I don't know about that one. That that that's the confusing part for me. But I'm sure there are other employees. So I'm going to try to see if I get Chris to, to come on to the podcast, whether it's a bonus episode or anything. We, I'd love to hear him because I know he's a little more on the union side than he would be on on well, our side. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you mentioned because I was just going to say, you know, or not earlier. I was thinking about it that we might want to get or try to get somebody 
that's more pro-union and see what their views are. Well, they had to work at Apple. I don't want to find anybody who doesn't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. So that's exactly. why I thought he might be the best one. So we'll try to see if we can get him on. But is there anything you want to follow up with, Frank, on this? Uh, anything you want to, any other things you have article-wise that would be able to add something to this? I mean, clearly well, there was, people could see our position were, of me and you are not for union. I wouldn't vote for it on there. But I would think that they, I would hope there would be some change from that so well there were just there was just the dues things that's going to and again it's not like an astronomical amount but it's still an additional cost to an employee so if you think you're going to gain money you're you still ha- are going it's going to cost you a hundred dollars and i hope they realize that i hope they realize that well, I, i'm very curious of what they're going to have to pay I, i'm that first check that they have to cut at maryland i would love to know what that what that's going to look like well, now the other thing I was talking to a couple of people, and they were saying that usually when a union first comes in, all of the employees um, don't have to pay what I'll call like an initiation fee. Mm-hmm. After that, when a new employee comes in, they have to pay an initial fee of several hundred dollars to join the union, plus the monthly. And so, do they have a choice, or is that a choice, or is that they're all forced you know, into it? That's a good question. Um, no, I have good questions, Frank. I I don't I don't know. I, I like that wouldn't be fair. I mean, I, I be I'll be honest. That wouldn't be fair. In if you're in a union shop, you have to join a union. That's that's. Right. Uh, okay. I mean, that's it. And okay. if the Apple retail store is a union. You got to join a union because then you keep how how is your salary and your pay structure going to it's going to change and have a cause a work environment problem sure and uh, again this is only for hourly employees salaried employees of course are not only one and there's only one in that store that's like that so that would be the general that would be the store leader right you know right like where i used to work in the publishing industry they had unions for different groups okay but as as long as soon as you became a salaried employee, that's mm-hmm. it. You're done. Yep. By the way, Jeanette, who I don't know if you remember Jeanette, but yeah. uh, she is now a store leader at Sagemore. Get she, out, really? Yeah, wow. it's it's amazing. So she actually, for those obviously no one knows who that is, but uh, but basically she was a she worked at Cherry Hill with me when I first started. And she was a specialist, and she's been there since I worked at Cherry Hill, and now here we are, what eight years later, she is now yeah. a store leader at that store, which is a tremendous uh, accomplishment. Uh, yeah. So I, I just think that you know, in the retail, you could really get to that level if you really really work hard and she's always been working hard so i mean i think she's tremendous and i'm so proud of her you know there's a lot of growth within the apple store to see a lot of people like our our man zuber now a lead over at you know one of the other stores which is great you know i gotta give him a call i'd love to hear his union stuff on this uh uh I uh, but yeah, it's. It, I'm so proud that a lot of the people I worked with, my colleagues who I have a lot of respect for, doing pretty well. That's good. That's good. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yep. that's always been one of the things that's made in the Apple retail world is is there is limited progression in yeah. the store. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, you know, persevere just like anywhere else, if, if you have your eye on that store in that position, you know, if you continually work for it, chances are somewhere along the line you're going to get it. Well, we'll see what happens when this progresses forward. I'm very interested to see what the next steps are and very curious to see someone's first paycheck uh, in there yes. see what that what happens. Uh, but a very interesting episode. You know, I mean, I'm hoping to get a follow-up with one of our former uh, peeps that used to come on our show, Chris Ville, and we'll see if we can get him on. Yeah, that and would we'll- be great. Yeah, but I thank everybody for joining us here for the Think Different Podcast. We really do appreciate all the support. Leave us a five-star review if you can. And, of course, watch all of our YouTube videos, and we'll keep trucking forward. And, by the way, if you bought a M2 MacBook Pro, why? Thank you very much, and I love every single one of you. (laughs) 